Today's post-game recap podcast is sponsored by Real McCoy's Restaurant in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Real McCoy's prides themselves on providing a welcoming atmosphere to all of their neighbors. Whether you're here for the game, family dinner, girls' night out, or a romantic evening, they've got a place at the table for you. Welcome to week two of the post-game recap podcast for the Heritage High School Huskies. Heritage moved to 2-0 on the season with a close 28-22 win over Southern Nash Friday night. I'm Will Thornhill here with Heritage coach Wallace Clark. How are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. Kind of a long night, but um, interesting night last night, but uh, doing extremely well. Yeah, so let's get right to it. Uh, after being down one point, your team took the ball down the field and got the game-winning touchdown with 10 seconds left. How does that clutch play about your team show – that you're able to execute when it counts the most? Well, it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, we all was kind of on the edge there, especially um, our seniors, knowing that it was senior night. And um, those group of guys kind of stepped up and, um, you know, played well for us throughout the course of the night. But in that situation, you know, um, having those two timeouts left um, gave us a little bit of time to kind of think and um, analyze what we want to do in the situation that we were in. You know, um, but... It was kind of a quite interesting thing. Um, Office coordinator and also the office of staff kind of um, had something in mind what they wanted to do, especially what Southern Nash was um, giving us throughout the course of the night. You know, to get us in that situation, they kind of um, had an interference call that's got a kind of got us down in the red zone, which was a uh, plus for us. You know, and then um, that last play, <clears throat> we just kind of put it in the hands of our quarterback because he was saying some things um, about reading a defense. So he saw some things that he felt like he could have done, and that was for him to kind of seal the deal by keeping the ball in and running it in. Yeah, so from what I understand, last night's game was one that you guys were in control of for most of the game, but some self-inflicted mistakes kind of almost cost you guys the game. So what do you think needs to be cleaned up moving forward? Well, I thought we kind of cleaned some of that stuff up throughout the course, um, the course of practice. But, of course, you know, at practice, we don't really have officials and that type of thing. So it's kind of difficult for us coaches um, doing practice time to kind of monitor and look at some of the details of uh, making sure that we're lining up um, ineligible players downfield, that type of thing, holding calls. You know, we kind of get in a selfish type of situation when it comes to holding. We can kind of coach it up, but we really can't see it as um, the officials see it at practice. So just some of those things from the mental capacity of our players and also coaches, you know, just kind of being mindful of how to clean those things up, um, you know, at practice throughout the course of the week so they won't hurt us in the course of a game like that. Yeah, that's very important. The Flyers can obviously affect the game in different ways, especially high school referees. Uh, They can be interesting sometimes. Well, we had a pretty good officiating crew last night. I thought, um, you know, nothing goes against them and just more or less the technique and, um, you know, how we could coach our guys up to make sure they're, um, you know, adhering to some of the rules that in place for, you know, high school football. Um, you know, that, that's going to be a plus for us just to make sure that our technique is a little bit better when it comes to blocking, tackling, and also lining up the correct way. Yeah, for sure. So how was the game last night against Southern Nash that took you down to the wire? kind of prepare you guys for conference play coming up next week with which we all know the Northern Atlantic is one of the top conferences in the state. Yeah. Um, you know, Southern Nash is an extremely good football team and they, um, over the course of history, they've been in the top of the conference and also competing extremely well 
and state as well. You know, so knowing that, you know, a football team like that could score at any given time and also, um, you know, the way they play physical throughout the course of the night last night um, kind of put us in a situation to put for what we're going to see in our conference. You know, we, we are in a pretty good competitive conference. Um, you know, we just got to make sure that we go back in this coming week during practice time, you know, and iron out some of the mistakes that we, that occurred last night, you know, and just kind of focusing on one game at a time. You know, it's kind of a short season for all of us. So um, as of right now, we only got um, five more to go. And then um, we'll just see how we could get through these five games and um, have a little better vision of are we going to make into the playoff, you know, because the way they do in the playoff this year um, kind of put every conference in a different situation. Yeah, it shows also shows the importance of every game because you never know one game um, that usually might not affect you getting into the playoffs this year. It could be the difference in being a five seed or not making the playoffs at all. But uh, yes, but going back to last night's game, who's one player that really stepped up to the plate, maybe under the radar last night on the offensive side of the ball? Well, um, you know, we continue to have some good success from um, Colson Fields. He's a um, sophomore running back for us. You know, he did an extremely good job of, um, you know, securing the football and also getting positive yards when it was that time for us to get um, – when we needed those positive yards. Also, um, you know, our quarterback, I'm going to continue to say that, you know, he kind of do a great job of reading defenses and it kind of showed up at the end of the game. You know, he kind of had an idea of what they were doing and, you know, um, giving our offensive coordinator and offensive staff some insight about what our offense can um, do well against that defense that Southern has had. So it's one of those things where, you know, um, those two kids stepped up and did extremely well. Um, Broderick Gucci is another one, played on both sides of the ball last night. You know, and um, week to week, he's going to be a player of ours that you're going to have to keep an eye on. You know, because uh, he does such a great job on both sides of the ball, and um, he can he can make the game change for the best on our behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Countering that question, how about on the defensive side of the ball? Were there any players that really uh, stepped up last night as well? Well, um, the offense that Southern Nash run is pretty um, – it's not unique, but it's the old wing tee. Mm-hmm. Um, they can score at any time. They move the ball well, you know, um, always having positive game. So it was more or less from a defense perspective of the, of the team effort. You know, going into this week or going into the game last night on Monday, you know, I told them we don't have to um, – pursue to the football extremely well, mainly because of, um, you know, how they could, uh, Southern Nash could get outside on the edge on us quickly. Um, and also their quarterback does a great job of handing the ball off and blocking, you know, so that, that that's an interesting thing to see sometimes, you know, um, you got a quarterback like that, that hand the ball off and then the lead blocker and a pretty, pretty physical kid as well, you know, so um, it more or less was a defensive um, effort last night. There was not one particular guy that really stood out um you know we had some missed tackles there along the way that caused us some um you know put ourselves in a difficult situation but after the some of the guys um you know pursued to the football extremely well and you know making sure that we wrap up and hold on to some of those athletic guys that southern nash had last night yeah so last question here moving on to next week your team hosts corinth holders for its first conference game uh uh, I'd like for you to give everyone like a little quick preview on next week's game. 
Um, haven't had an opportunity to look what um, Corinth is doing this year, but um, as of right now, you know, being in our conference, like I say, it's an extremely competitive conference. You know, they're going to be ready to come over and um, to our place and, you know, give their best effort. And um, I think, you know, the same thing with us, you know, opening up our conference at home, especially for our seniors, you know, it's going to be an exciting thing because we have a lot of home games this year. We, um, out of the seven games, we have five home games and two on the road. But having this first conference um, game at home, you know, I think it's going to kind of set the tone for us moving into, um, you know, the rest of the conference. And as of right now, I haven't had a chance to, you know, meet with the staff about our game plan. That's going to pretty much come later on um, tomorrow evening when we get together and just trying to see what we could do and watch some film and, you know, and put a game plan in place. But we all going to have to be ready because, uh, you know, it's conference time in the night six and it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, adding one more question. You mentioned uh, playing home again. Uh, how's it been to have the fans back in the in the stadium? Obviously, there's certain rules, 30% capacity or whatnot, but – could you feel their energy uh, last night? Well, um, you know, uh, the seniors kind of fed off it because, you know, that's their peers, and they came out to have an opportunity to scream and yell, um, you know, at the game last night. Um, the, as we call them, the hooligan section, they did an extremely good job, and they're always supportive, not only the students, but the community as well. You mm -hmm. know, if they could get a hold to some of those tickets and some of that capacity, they're going to show up to our home game. You know, we're, um, we're, we're fortunate to be in a community where Wake Forest, us, Wakefield, and Roseville somewhat in proximity, um, close to each other, you know, and um, out here in the northern Wake area, you know, the, the parents, players, and also community does a great job of supporting, you know, our high school athletics. So that's exciting in itself just to know that we will have that support, you know, um, at a lot of our home games. Yes. Um so this has been the week two edition of the post-game recap podcast for Heritage High School after the Huskies defeated Southern Nash 28-22 to move to 2-0 on the young season. Once again, I am Will Thornhill with Heritage Coach Wallace Clark. Thanks for taking the time again this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you. Enjoy your day and be safe. All right. Go Today's post-game recap podcast is sponsored by Real McCoy's Restaurant in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Real McCoy's prides themselves on providing a welcoming atmosphere to all of their neighbors. Whether you're here for the game, family dinner, girls' night out, or a romantic evening, they've got a place at the table for you.